Hey, Cree, got your coffee? Got it, Kate. Awesome. Let's go. I did it. Woohoo! Congratulations. It's your birthday. It's my birthday. Except it's not. Except it's not. I'm sure ain't, girl. Hey, it's my birthday. It's not your birthday. Your birthday oh. isn't until July. My birthday is closer than your birthday. No. No. It's just, it's just incorrect. Listen. Science. Look. Facts. These are not the facts. You're right. You're right. Good podcast. Gotta go by. Bye. How <laughs> you doing today? I'm tired. I'm I'm tired. I feel like it's been the longest two days ever. Did Jack like did the daylight t- savings really mess with him in his sleep? Thankfully, no. But because we have like an extra hour in the day, I'm just it's it's just going real slow, real slow. So thankfully yesterday he did wake up initially at around six, which he normally wakes up at seven. So it was his, you know, it was his normal time, but then he fell on and off to sleep for another hour. So I just let him hang there. And then it's been normal ever since, but even today we had our sports class today and I just kept on looking at the clock and I was like, you've got to be kidding me. You've got, like, I just felt like it was just going super slow. Time is just going very slow the last two days. And I don't know why, but that yeah. is very interesting to hear that. Um, mm-hmm. It is not going slow for me. So uh, I don't know what to tell you. It all comes down to our perspective and our reaction to the situations that are presented to us. Your mic okay. is cutting in and out. Cool. That's how this podcast rolls. I don't know what you want me to do about it. <laughs> it's time for us to upgrade and get legitimate microphones and um, not just use our iPhone headphones because they're clearly not doing the job. Oh, man. Um. So, yeah, it's Monday and my uterus is trying to kill me. I just, <laughs> it is. And the nice thing was that it was on time. Like my period app, which I'm uh, following an app, I think it's called Flow. Mm-hmm. It, it actually came, it came. And I was like, oh, oh, that's weird and delightful. So thank you for coming on time without a schedule. So this is your first period without being on birth control? No? Second. Oh, nice. It came on time, but yeah, um, the, I'm st- last week, extremely tired. Mm-hmm. Like at one point, like on Wednesday, I was ready for bed at five thirty, and I wanted to eat everything, and I mean everything, everything. Mm-hmm. So yesterday, baby wants what baby gets, and by baby I mean uterus, and she wanted pancakes, so I made myself some pancakes for breakfast. Three beautiful, delightful little pancakes, and then as you probably know, I've been craving macaroni and cheese for probably like I don't know six freaking months now. So I decided to have some and man, I felt terrible afterwards because like my stomach just felt so like hard and bloated that it wasn't even like, and the mac and cheese didn't even taste that great. Oh, that's, that's the worst. Yeah. It was such a disappointing experience. I bought a Trader Joe's white cheddar mac and cheese, which normally, you know, sounds delightful. But if I was going to get mac and cheese, I should have like went, you know, and got the goods, the good, good, the Velveeta or the Kraft, you know? Mm -hmm. 
And then, so yeah, even this morning I felt so like bloated and I, it could also be my period that I didn't end up eating anything until probably like noon. And even then I was like, Oh, I just feel like, I feel like I ate something that has expanded like a balloon in my stomach. I mean, gluten. I know, but I have gluten. Like I had, okay. I'm just saying it could react. It could react differently when you're, when you have your period, that's the only thing, or there could have been something within the, you know, packet of powdered cheese that, uh, the powdered chemicals would never do this to me. (laughs) You're talking about, they would never, they would never betray me. (laughs) We are like this. They go together That's like hilarious. macaroni and cheese. That's hilarious. Ugh, well, so anyway. all, of, all of your feelings around your period, I will say are completely normal, but at least it's nice that you're not having like breakthrough bleeding throughout the month anymore. And that you're, it's funny how you went off of birth control. And now that your period is showing up when it's supposed to. Yeah. I hope like that's the trend now, obviously mm-hmm. like this is the first time I'm tracking a new period. Mm -hmm. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. Uh, so far, I mean, I don't know. I I feel terrible off of it and I'm sure it's just going to take some time for my body to adjust. Mm -hmm. But other than that, that's my life. And you finished morning meltdown 100. O M G. You freaking did it. 100 days of friggin' burpees. (laughs) I am so looking forward to not doing a burpee or any kind of like floor work for at least now until January. I'm giving myself from now until January where I don't have to do a burpee because then I like, because, you know, so I finished a hundred, uh, it's morning meltdown 100. So it's a hundred days of workouts and it's combines all kinds of workouts. So it's upper body, lower body, yoga, cardio but man the cardio is mostly burpees especially towards the end Mm -hmm. and I'm just like I'm over it I'm over the burpees and it really took me it feels like it took me forever to finish it but I did it at one point I was like I don't want to do this anymore I want to switch a program and then I was just like Kristen this is like the third time I think that I've like tried to get through these hundred workouts I'm like just friggin do it just friggin do it and I did it and you were able to prove to yourself, you've continuously said, like, I could never do a hundred day program and you freaking did it. Yeah. And it's not like I can't work out a hundred days in a row or even like, you know, a hundred consecutive it's hard workouts. to keep your attention to, to one certain program for that many days. The great thing about beach body programs is that you can switch them up so you don't get bored of the same thing. So yes. Even, I mean, I did the same thing with 645. I granted, I really did do 645 for three months. Right. Because it's a 90 day program. So I did stage one, which is, you know, 30 days. I did stage two, but in stage two, I was really half-assing it because he really focuses on mobility and stretching. And I was truly finding myself just scrolling on my phone while he was doing the stretching and then once yeah and then once the workout started I was like oh okay time to go so because I 
felt as if like, I really didn't give it my all in stage two. And it was the last 90 days of the year. I was like, I'm going to completely restart the program with the last 90 days of the year. I made it through stage one again. And I was just like, I'm done. I need, like, I, I love Amwala Caesar. If you don't know who he is, he's like an NBA trainer. Like he's amazing. And he's just so good at coaching and teaching you like how to do functional fitness. Like literally the moves are helping you learn how to properly get out of bed in the morning. Like that's his whole goal is for it to be not for you to do these crazy, stupid moves, just to do crazy, stupid moves that they're everything is there for a reason. And, but I got through stage one again. I'm like, okay, I'm done. I think the issue is, is that it is, it's a slower program. It's not even the cardio days I was feeling like, and it was 45 minutes of cardio, but even on the cardio days, I was like, okay, I could use a little bit more. It was just a slower paced program. And I needed to, I needed to switch it up, but I did technically do 90 days. It was just stage one, stage two, and then stage one again. I never made it to stage three. I mean, that's fine. Maybe one day you'll decide you want to try the whole thing again. I mean, I think that the point is, is just keep moving your body. And I really don't think it's, um, you know, it really matters what you do. I think for me, it was for this was just like a, I've tried this now three times and this was going to be, cause I don't, I don't want to go back to it anytime soon. Like I, I think we're good for a good while. Like, just like I said, with like 80 day obsession, like, mm, I, I think we're good here. That's how I felt after the last time we did it. I was like, I have no desire to ever do this program ever again. Yeah. I loved it the first time around. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I, the, the program is good, but they're long workouts and it's a lot of autumn. And Autumn Calabrese, while she's a great trainer and she knows what she's doing, she just gets a little obnoxious and talks a lot. And even because I now started nine week control freak, which is another autumn program. And the first time, so I did this, it's kind of funny. I like, I'm kind of bookending my year with, I started this year with nine week control freak. And now I'm ending the year with nine week control freak. And when I did the program in the beginning of the year, I was able to handle her up until like week six, maybe. And then I was like, okay, mute. I'll put the captions on and I'm listening to music. It's her and another one of the castmates that I truly cannot. I can't, they drive me insane, but I I'm already doing it. Like I'm only, I, today was day one of week two and I am, it is muted and I have got my music on and I am not listening to them speak at all. And it's glorious. Yeah. I did the same thing with nine week control freak because you, she gives you a certain amount of moves and then you have to complete them. And I think it's like a 12 minute period. Yeah. And I would just mute and -hmm. I would go until the 12 minutes was up and then I could kind of handle her the rest of the time. But yeah, I don't know what it is. It's like, she's just negative. And is she negative? I can't, it's not negative. She has, she has a level of like confidence cockiness where she's trying to be motivating, but it's also like, okay, I got it. Thank you. And that's part of the problem is that they're one of the other castmates. She's the modifier in the program. She's also the modifier in her 21 day fix program, but there was something specifically about nine week control freak where I'm like, you need to shut up. Like, like she, I feel like there, she's trying too hard. And it like, I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. So I mute and I don't listen to it. 
and I get my workout in. And what I love about nine week control freak is that I am not given a chance to think about anything else. Like it is, you do these moves, like Kristen said, you do these moves for 12 minutes and then we go into this part and then we go into this part. Like I'm not given the opportunity to think about all of the other things that I have to accomplish in that day. And it's glorious. I think Kat understood the assignment in the sense that Autumn wants everybody else to talk and nobody else was really talking. And I think Kat was just trying, but also I was like, okay. And then like, stop talking, you know, anyway, anyway, Anyway. we digress. It's a great (laughs) program. You just might want to put it on mute. Um, Yes. Or maybe you don't. I mean, whatever. Pump that music music up. Pump it up. So yeah, I think for the rest of the year, I'm just going to find whatever feels good. I was going to say, I saw that you started 10 rounds. They still have like burpees and core work in that program. There's no burpees in 10 rounds. I'm pretty positive that there is. Nope. Okay. I'm pretty positive that when, when they do the like little cardio section of the, of the, I'm pretty positive. Okay. Okay, well, if there's a a burpee, I oh, I understand comparing I it burpee. comparing I mean, it to morning meltdown 100 where there are so many burpees. Well, at the beginning there was like a burpee, like okay, it's cardio day, and then the other cardio day, but then there were burpees in the other workout, and then magically there'd be a burpee over here, and I'd be like, quit it, my body doesn't like these. Nope. But anyway, that's but that's anyway. our that's our spiel for today. Yeah. Welcome to us complaining about working out. Right. Um, Other than that, I have been really, and it's probably I'm going to blame my period and feeling exhausted and kind of just emotional, but it's like, I've almost gotten to the point where I just don't want to try to lose weight anymore. I feel that. That's why I'm assuming you haven't listened to more than a body at all. No. Should I? Is that going to make me feel better? I'm just saying, I think you and I both are just in a state of exhaustion where we're just trying all the time, like all the time. And it's become such a main focus where we, we've built these platforms that we share our lives on over our bodies. We, I, myself specifically, my job is all about my body and how I get results with programs. And it's, it's, I, I have hit a burnout stage. It, it's become exhausting, especially over the last seven months where I haven't lost any weight. I haven't lost any inches. Like if, and again, I, I've had so many people, this isn't to like a pity me, like, Oh, like your check your photos, check your thing. Like, no, no. I can look at a photo from April, like a before photo for a program in April and do it for the exact same for today and the exact same clothes and everything. And there is zero change and it's exhausting. And I think I'm just so tired of the focus of my life being on my body because I want to lose weight. I want to feel better, but I'm tired of it being everything. It's been like a second full-time job, Mm -hmm. literally like the number one priority in my life for the the past, I don't know, 10, I mean, really 10 years, but obviously I was trying to lose weight way before that. 
our consistency of well showing up and starting to actually like really do it i'm just like i just want to like uh, i just want to i just want to live i just want to be like you know last night i had some macaroni and cheese but this morning i had a smoothie with like spinach you Mm. know what i mean like i just kind of want to like live my life and i don't want it to be like this looming thing that is constantly in my head 24 hours a day seven days a week and I'm not saying I want to stop working out because working out is good for me and it makes me feel good I'm just kind of exhausted at like you know being frustrated with myself or I I don't know I'm just I feel done but I'm not I'm not done. I don't know how to explain it to you. You're t- I think I, you understand what I'm saying. I a hundred percent understand what you're saying. It's that just be, we still, I, it, it is, it's hard to explain. It really is because we still want to lose weight. Like I still want to, I still want to lose weight, but it needs to not be at the forefront of my brain every single day. That was one of the things that I learned in more than a body, especially when it came to the health and, um, there's like a whole chapter on your health and fitness journey and how it's, it no longer became for me. It was no longer something that was for me. It was what I was able to show other people. It became what I provide for people, what I could sell to people. It was no longer a release for me. It was a job. And I know that it could all be changed with your perspective. Like, yeah, it gets to be your job. That's super cool, which don't get me wrong. It is, but there is also a factor of it where it becomes where my body is my worth because my worth is my job and how I bring in my money. And it's just, it's become, like you said, it's exhausting. It's, it's exhausting. So that's why I've been focusing more on, doing more of the courses and the mindset work. And cause I just feel as if I'm going to be able to number one, help myself more if I focus on that, but I'll be able to help more people rather than getting them set up with a workout plan and a meal guide for them to lose weight with. And I'm not saying that Beachbody isn't amazing and it doesn't provide, and this isn't me saying like, I quit Beachbody. I'm still very much a Beachbody coach, but I just, I needed to shift my focus of, I want it to be more about wellness all over wellness rather than look how much weight I can lose with this program and look what you can do too. Yeah. I think you just, I mean, I knew that already, but you just saying shifting to the mindset and spending more time on personal development and you know, raising my vibration and, you know, doing just good things for yourself daily instead of looking at it as like another job. Exactly. Because I know we talked about it before. Like, you know, I was thinking about like, you know, you know, all the the months coming up and the everything that, you know, is coming up and not wanting to, you know, say yes to certain things just because I want to lose weight. That's so stupid. It is. But the issue at at hand is that we're still struggling with, I can't have a good time unless I am fully indulging in this kind of food or this kind of drink. Go ahead. No, you're right. 
but like my holiday parties coming up, mm-hmm. you know, for work, I don't want to not have a beverage with my coworkers and have, you know, I want to have beverages. I don't need to have 17 beverages by any means, but even me right now, and maybe it's because of my mindset and what I believe I can't have two beverages and, you know, some appetizers of whatever it is that they're going to be passing out. And, you know, still like it won't hurt me, but by no means is that going to help me, you know, it it comes down to the moderation of it. That's the, you're allowed to have two drinks, but if you proceed to eat a shit ton of appetizers, but at least if you balance it with some veggies from a veggie tray, like it's totally balancing it. It is balancing it. But what if you have three kinds of those type of days in a week because of the holidays and because of things that are scheduled? So you just keep going and make better choices the the following week. You don't let those three, those three days in a whole entire week drag into the next week, which then drags into the next week, which then drags into it's January 1st. Now I have to start all over. Again. No. Yes. And I totally understand that. But what I am like specifically saying is I have three events in a week. Okay. Just, mm-hmm. you know, as an example, and then the following week I have two and I'm not saying go balls to the wall the whole week or the whole like next two months. Mm-hmm. I'm saying you still, even in those moderation for those three days and then the two days and then maybe the next week is one day and maybe the next week is no days. It's still, I still, my body is like, no, like is still will hold on to literally every bite. Even if I have a moderate quote unquote treat, mm-hmm. that's the frustrating part, I which is why I want to let go of whatever this mindset is and just enjoy it. But also somehow lose I don't know like I said I'm I'm um, I'm a little wiped I'm a little uh, up to here because you're very much living in the black or black and white mindset of I can't do this while also doing this I think you have to realize that you don't have to go balls to the wall at every single event that you go to I agree I don't what I'm saying is, let's say, I, I, you're right, I don't have to go balls to the wall. And that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying my body literally holds on to the four crackers I might eat that evening. Do you know what I mean? I understand what you're saying, but can I be an asshole for a second? Sure. What you say to yourself matters. I know. I, I Yeah. But so that's what that's I'm what saying. You, I Yes. Yeah, you, that's what that it's a mind is what you need to get rid of. And it's going to take practice. This is literally what I teach in flip the switch. It is the words that you say to yourself that become your identity. It becomes who you are, the habits that you take on the things that you think that are real to you, you get to change them. And we know this shit, you know, that you can change it, but it just takes practice and you learning how to change the words that are coming out of your mouth. Okay. No, I'm literally trying to process. It is saying just because this is how I think I can't, that's why it's not happening is because I think it's not happening. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. Whatever. I know you're right. No, you are. No, you're right. You're right. I think that's the one aspect that people just 
including ourselves, obviously the reason why I haven't lost weight in the last seven months is because my vibration is so freaking low. It's because of the energy that I am putting forth to it. It's because it's become a job and not something that's enjoyable to me. Mm -hmm. It's become, it's, it's become a chore. And because we're so scared of, if I have this treat meal, it's going to derail my progress. Well, what happens if we just trusted our body to do what it needed to do while we also lived our lives? Like, imagine what would happen. That's probably why people out there, like their bodies are healthy and not, or quote unquote, healthy, quote unquote, normal because they just live their lives. Exactly. Without putting the stress on every single situation, but we've (sighs) lived, we've lived so much of our life. Like imagine if you just decided to stop losing weight, you'd go into a grocery store and just feel the anxiety of like, what do I eat? We've been on a plan. We've been on a certain way of eating for so long that I think we'd feel lost and overwhelmed and like, well, what's the right thing to do now? What do I eat? And the thing is, is that, you know, what feels good to your body, you know, what's healthy. You don't have to complicate it. You don't have to go look up all of these different recipes to bring a bunch of ingredients into your home for you to then get overwhelmed and say, I'm not going to cook anything. You know, that vegetables are good for you. Water is good for you. There's a good source of carbs and a bad source of carbs, but even those bad source of carbs can still be had. Everything is in moderation and everything just needs to take into account of when I start to trust and believe in what my body is capable of doing, because it has still continued to show up for you every single day for the last years and (laughs) literally no I think because you know like I I'm gonna be 40 and it's been 40 years like I couldn't imagine if like this one thing wasn't on your mind 24 7 Mm -hmm. what it would free up in my life you know like and for you though it's part of your job is you know helping women you know get healthy so for you I can only imagine it's like twice the amount of um well, yeah, because then Difficult. I, take, I take on the responsibility, of yeah. people, which it's not my responsibility at all. People are going to do with the even with the mindset courses that I teach this last course that I have run, I have 20 women in the group and it's up to those 20 women to show up every single day. As much as I want them to get the most out of their investment of what they paid to be a part of this group. It's up to them to choose to be a part of it. Um, But yes, it's a level of feeling as if I am responsible for others' actions and their lack of because they picked me to guide them. But then if they don't show up. So yes, it is. It's a extra level of, of shit, basically. Yeah. It's an extra level of stress. So I say for the rest of the year like again it's the words that we both say to ourselves yes and if we I I really want you to really even if it's five minutes a day Kristen please listen to more than a body so that we no I'm going to I promise I promise like I I know it's like for some reason it's probably some sort of traumatic thing something new like I just, I, I keep, I keep pushing things, you know, to mm-hmm. the side so that I don't have to think, or I don't have to figure it out. Like books like this makes me feel like I have to figure it out. And that's, I know that sounds weird, but sometimes personal development books, um, make me feel like when I'm reading that I'm supposed to like 
change <laughs> a or like b i don't know they just overwhelm me don't get me wrong there are things certain things in the book that piss me off where i'm just like well that's just not it's just not what i agree with it's not your truth exactly but there yeah. are a hundred percent things in there where i was like yep i i that is me I identify with it. I can, I can see how that has affected me, but like just five minutes, even while you are working, like just yeah. put it in your, just put it in your headphone and just listen to it for five minutes at a time. Do you think I can finish it in a week? And then we could talk about it next week. That's I mean, a lot of pressure. <laughs> if you listen to it, well, my, I plan on, um, at least trying to go back and listen to a few pieces so I can write down some notes of the things that like really hit me hard. And then the things that really pissed me off. Cause, yeah. and they said in the book, like there are some of these things that are going to piss you off and that's fine. They're allowed to, but they kind of also said like, it may piss you off, but in all in all, it's the truth. And I'm like, Nope, that's not my truth though. That may be your okay. truth, but it is not my own, but they did. They say it in the book, like these, what is being said may anger you. Like you might be frustrated only because you've had these certain beliefs for so long about your body, about weight loss, about diet culture, that somebody else giving a different perspective of it, of us being able to have freedom or us being able to not be so focused on our body. Well, I'm like, oh, how dare you? Of course I want to be focused on my body. Like, of course this is important to me. Like why? Yeah. You need to listen to it. Start today. Okay. I'll start. And I'll just like, say, I think health is 1000 very percent, very important, but I don't think it should consume your brain almost 24 hours a day. And like looking toxic. That's how I, that's probably why I feel just so burnt out, you know? So, okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to read or listen, listen to the book Mm -hmm. and then we'll uh, reconvene. Reconvene. I just don't want to feel so consumed by it. I want to just do it. I mean, I was doing it for so long and really enjoyed it. Like I enjoy working out. I love walking. I love, I love the community of people that it's brought into my Mm -hmm. life. I just don't want to feel so, um, I don't know, stressed out about it, I guess anymore. So I feel you. I, I need to move in a different direction. Yeah. I need to pivot, pivot. Pivot. I feel that. Pivot. Pivot. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. I love it. I also feel like that too. Shut up too. Pivot and shut up. Are you saying shut up to me? No, just like to the whole thing. Like to myself. Like pivot and shut up. Shut up. You know? Yeah. Pivot and shut up and move on. Stop being a whiny little biatch. I feel it. (sighs) Okay. Okay. Let's do it. All right. Good talk. Good talk. Well, I hope you have a lovely week. Me too. And, I hope uh, you have a lovely week too. <laughs> go listen to the book. Okay. And we will talk about it. We are making it known that we are going to talk about it on next week's podcast. So yeah. All right. Listen to it in the car. Listen to no. it while you're driving. It's also yes. not that long of a book. I don't think. I don't remember the exact, but I, I finished it relatively quickly. Okay. It's not that long. So just slow and steady and also like give yourself some time because there are, there are going to be some things where you're like, Oh, cause there are some things. Yeah. We'll talk about it next week. Okay. Sounds good. 
We hope you have a lovely week and we will talk to you guys next week. Adios. Toodles. Amigos. Oh, fly. It's like, let me live inside here. It's cold yeah, out there. Oh, yeah. I, oh, the mouse. The freaking mouse, man. Oh, my God. Oh, a I'm mouse? Gonna, I'm, oh, wait, yeah. Well, it wait, died keep... down. I'm going to, I'm going to stop. Oh, you want me to keep going? Oh, <laughs> Should yeah, we talk you about it? Let's talk about it real quick. <laughs> so, this isn't the first mouse. This is okay. the second mouse. We had a mouse about three years ago. It was when Jack was a baby. So, yeah, that's crazy to think maybe to, I don't know. He was, it was right around this time of year where it was winter and, you know, mice are trying to, you know, find some food and whatever, but it was just so weird. I remember at that time, cause it was when mom was still living with us, like when she was watching Jack and I kept on, cause we have this basket of food that, you know, of fruit and bread and whatever that we keep on our counter. And I kept on our avocados kept on having like these weird missing parts of it. And it didn't even register in my brain that it would be a mouse. I was just kind of like, why the hell are these avocados like this? Like, this is so weird. And then, you know, finally found out that there saw the, all the mouse shit that was underneath. So that is why. Um, so it hasn't happened. Like we literally had that one mouse once and have had no issues. We've lived in our home for almost five years now. and We've had no other issues with mice. And last week, some ate through some bread on our counter. So we got um, a a mousetrap. The only thing that sucked was that it was, and if you're Buddhist or if you don't believe in killing mice, God bless you, but we kill mice in this household because they're assholes. But the only mousetrap that we had was like a humane one. So it got up on the counter and it was there at five o'clock in the morning, stuck to this, um, to this thing. Um, it was, you had a mouse sitting on your counter. Sure did. Sure did. Why'd you put it on the counter? Because that's where the mice are going. You should have put it like the bread on the floor or something next to the trap. Well, no, no, no. It's on the count. Like, I don't know what you want me to do. It's a sticky tray. It's like literally just a sticky tray that they get stuck in. So this mouse is chilling on my counter at five o'clock in the morning and I go and tell John, I'm like, go release, go get it, get it out. So he went and he left it. It was probably the same mouse that came back um, because then like two weeks later now, uh, and of course on the weekend that my husband went away for the weekend, I'm sitting on my couch that is, you know, up against the wall that is on the other side of the oven. And that's where they're coming in through is that they're coming in through somewhere behind the oven. Like there's somewhere behind there that they are coming in through. And I heard something in the wall next to me. And I was uh-huh. like, God damn it. It's like, are you kidding me right now? And so I texted my husband. And I was like, what am I supposed to do? And he was like, well, because we got the inhumane tra- traps He's like, well, you can either wait for me to, you know, come home tomorrow and then we can set one out or you can put one out tonight. Um, so I was brave and I put one out that night. Let me just tell you. Okay. So I fell asleep on the couch until like 1am and then went into like, closed up the kitchen, did everything, had the traps ready to go, closed up the kitchen, turned off the lights, went into my bedroom 
and not even joking within three minutes, the thing went off. And then the mouse proceeded to screech for the next <gasps> 20 minutes. Yeah. No. Yeah. So that was a good feeling. I felt really great. What are you doing? I'm getting attacked. It's the flies are coming to get me. God bless. So they heard yeah. how you hurt their friend. Sure did. Sure oh did. my God. So that Katie. one died. And now it's currently sitting in my garbage can because I didn't know what to do with it. And apparently like, so these mouse traps, they're reusable. You should oh. be able to, yeah, exactly. You should be able to like release it and then you can use it again. And I was like, absolutely not. So I took tongs, picked up the mouse trap, put it in a jewel bag and then threw it in my garbage can. The one that's in our garage. Cause I don't know what else to do with it. And I want to kill my husband right now. I'm just going to put this out there. And if you have any suggestions, because I, this is not the way that I'm going to live. He basically was like, well, this is like, once a mouse knows that they can come in, like they're just going to keep, cause I told him that we, thank you. Thank you. Um, I told him like, well, we have to get like the putty or whatever. Like I had a bunch of people on Instagram say, get this. And like, apparently you can put steel wool like wherever the hole is, because they will not chew through the steel wool. And especially if you put peppermint on it, then they really won't do it because they hate peppermint. And so I'm telling John that like, we will do this. And he's like, well, once a mouse knows that like they can get through, like they'll get through. And I'm like, no, pretty positive. And I was like, so what? So we're just supposed to put mouse traps on, on, I'm just supposed to kill a mouse every day. And he's like, well, not every day. I'm like, I'll do it myself. Yeah. I wanted to, yesterday was a rough day, wanted to kill my husband, but I was just like, nope, that's not how I'm going to live my life. But thank you very much. I he just will... thinks that if you have a mouse once, you just live with mice the rest yeah. of your life. Yeah. Is that how they lived when Probably. they were kids? Probably. That's not, no, you either have somebody you figure come it out and, yep. and find out how they're getting in. You, yep. you fix the problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't just let them live with you. Mm-hmm. Oh, John, do better, sir. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, boy. It was, Yeah. So All right. that's, that's the next thing that I have to figure out is how to make sure that I don't have mice just coming in. Cause they're coming behind the stove because that's like, or there's somewhere, a hole, something. there's a yeah. hole somewhere that I have okay. to find. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my mouse story. And now I currently have a mouse trap just sitting on my counter waiting, you know, to strike again. Well, maybe that was the only <sighs> mouse. Maybe. Well, that, yeah. Well, I mean, it was, it's very true. That could have been the same mouse that it we could released have been the yeah. first and time. And he was like, no, so, no, no, here I come. I think yeah, there's bread here. Yeah. And he was like, well, bam, shut down. Short-term memory. All I'm going to do it. is I'm going to, I'm going to eat. I'm going to get stuck. They let me out. Shut it down. Shut we it shut, down. We shut All that right. mouse down. So well, good. Good luck with that. Thanks. Somebody have to ask mom husband. how we got rid of the mice. We've had mice before many oh. times in many different places. Ask mom about it. Okay. We'll do. I don't know how that happened, but anyway, yes, mom. All right. All right. Okay. Thanks for telling the story. Yeah, no problem. (laughs) If anybody has any tips on how to get rid of mice, please let me know. And it might be, you know, kick my husband out. That might be, that might be what it is. We hope you guys all have a lovely week and we will talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye.